Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of the Chatty Chip Shop podcast, the new podcast where we talk utter bollocks for about an hour, in the process on talking about new news from the past week and just talking about random stuff as the trailer told you, which is quintessentially British. So with all that out of the way, let me introduce to you a YouTuber that I have worked with for a few things, um, and someone that's going to be the main co-host of this podcast along with me, introducing Sean Holiday. So, uh, the first topic is quite a heated one, to be honest, uh, and that is Batwoman. Um, well, the CW show. It's overall just not good. Uh, it was set up uh, in, like, the big events, but it's that first season just... It was just basically a copy of the formula, formula of the typical CW shows, but just on a worse scale. And, well, recently, in the past few months, we knew that Ruby Rose quit the role, and basically they're replacing her with an entirely new role. Um, and now they've recast Ruby Rose, and basically they've got Black Mask being the main villain of the new season and the Black Mask's look just looks terrible to me mm-hmm. and it's just I, I don't see the point in this being a series to be honest we've already got plenty yeah it's Batman content we've already got plenty of that like part of the DC universe out there um out uh the, yeah that that's like the recent news revolving around it um Overall, I just really didn't like that first season. I mean, I guess with all content, you can't just look at it as as being a prick and just being like, um, uh, oh, it's automatically shit. It's, oh, so I'll have to give it a chance, but I just don't think it'll be good by the looks of what we've had. It just seems that they don't know what they're doing with the property. That's kind of a problem with most things nowadays, to be fair with you, and that's kind of what... Ironically, it is a uh, is it CW that's doing that, or is it um just uh yeah, it's CW doing that. Ah oh, right, okay, right. So yeah, as I said, um essentially, it's kind of just been going on with like a lot of Warner Brothers stuff right now, like where it's kind of been coming out, and, like news of it's been coming out, and it kind of doesn't look that good. To be fair, I'm taking that it's also going to be able um to be on HBO Max too. Most likely, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I know all things that are on HBO Max, but I, I don't know particularly. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know actually because I think there are on HBO Max, but the fact is, is that when a new season comes out, it's going to be a while for it to be put on there. But they are trying to work out an agreement to get CW shows to premiere next day on HBO Max after it airs. So it'll, it'll most likely happen since it's same company, I guess. But that's what they're trying to work out the minute. Um, that, that's a whole news topic that happened like a month back as well. Um, HBO Max overall is just um, it sounds like a great service but it's just like uh, still like they're still trying to work out things in that process with literally their own divisions of the company. There's tons of st- kind of like yeah, yeah. There's tons of stuff that weird. I kind of like with HBO Max though, and it's just also it's promotional stuff and different stuff like that. 
which is kind of good. I also do quite like um, the idea of basically the new, uh, well, the newest films by Warner Brothers and stuff coming out on there. I mean, I know that we've not been able to come to the cinema, well, go to the cinemas yet. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of good. They've got a good strategy going on. We um, talked about Mortal Kombat and stuff a while back um, when it came to it. They, they've got their overall service figured out, but I think it's just that little bit of thing that they need with where it's like, what's not crap to you? Because it's getting to Netflix standards, <laughs> to be fair. Well, I'll tell you what, an another subject I'm very far down on the list, but might as well quickly cover it since it is linked to it uh, recently, is that, well, I I'll get into the point of it, but initially when this hbo max stuff came out i was like thank god it's only a year because like i was like that's just gonna kill cinema if they carried that on and it still will but then as i got told it's just a year plus when the film comes out on hbo max technically it's only on there for a month and then i guess it comes back on like digital release or some shite like that and then it's kind of like, okay, uh, fair enough. Uh, but by then, it's already leaked on the internet, and it's it's kind of a messy subject, but it's not as bad as what I initially thought it would be. Plus, they have definitely said that it will not go along in 2020. Uh, sorry, it will not go along in 2022 at all. So it's just a one-year thing. Um, and yeah. yeah. But, well... It did do a massive thing for the Snyder Cut. Uh, well, actually, two things are on the list going to get mentioned here. Uh, Snyder Cut came out. Uh, I don't. You haven't watched it, have you? Oh, what was that? Sorry. You haven't watched Snyder Cut, have you? No, no, no. I haven't watched the Snyder Cut at all. I've been meaning to, but the thing is, it's just. It, I, I don't. Well, like, I don't know whether I can stomach four hours. Or, um, uh, well, they are yeah. they are in chapters, so um, I think I think HBO Max is planning to make that like a, no, they were planning to make that an option, but I don't I don't know exactly. But um, but basically, that's come out. Uh, that's made a lot of money uh, for Warner Bros. And that uh, that was always intended to just be an HBO Max thing. Uh, but but then Godzilla vs Kong, which is another film that I watched recently and has come out. It's literally only come out a few days ago from recording this podcast, and I think it's brilliant. But nevertheless, if it's brilliant, not like with the Snyder Cut, about my thoughts on that is that it's brilliant as well. That's another I thing I haven't seen though. To be fair, and I need to. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to go into spoil. Like even even if you already watched the thing, I'm not going to go into spoilers for people because it's kind of harsh. But, yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, but it's kind of like, uh, nevertheless, if it's good or bad with, with these topics, it's kind of like, you got to think, even without the money they're making from HBO Max with Godzilla vs. Kong, it is the film that's made the most money since, like, like cinemas have reopened again. It, it is, yeah, yeah. In, in, like, places. So it's like, it's do, it, it's they've got a good strategy. They're making a lot of money off it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, let's just hope they make another um, MonsterVerse movie because I'm dying for one. Invo literally, that's come out. I just love that franchise. And, well, Invo, they made a respot of money with 2014, uh, King of the Monsters and Skull Island. 
it, it, they were still thinking about maybe not doing that anymore. But I think the amount of money they've made from that and it literally, again, being the highest grossing film and cinema since the reopened, bound to go get, it's bound to get something out of it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I, I mean, I think the thing is, is that um, one one thing that the cinema industry has got right now, which is a major like bonus, is that a lot of people are going to want to flock to cinemas as soon as all the lockdown rules and everything's over. And I'm not encouraging for people to basically like all go at once because you obviously there's still going to be this thing where you've still got to keep some common sense with you with it, to be fair. Even when everything's opened again and even when you don't have to socially distance, um, you need to kind of keep it mindful of where it's like, yeah, whether I should do that or whether I shouldn't. Because there's a reason why this stuff's put in place and there's a reason why these initiatives and things are trying to be reached. I think the good thing with HBO Max is that it's offering more than what Disney Plus is right now. Disney Plus is just offering Star and Star, to be fair with you, is just, it, it's it's not it's not comparable, if you get me. Oh, like at Star all. is a very, it's a very good service, but you got to think that that's only in Europe. Um, they're not gonna ever do that in America because of um, Hulu. Uh, what's it called? Hulu. Hulu, yeah. And it's kind of shitty because they could have easily just made Hulu a part of Disney Plus. I do know the reason why they did Star was because they bought the company Star. Well, wasn't called Star, but you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah I get but, you. Um, it was an Indian subsidiary, wasn't it? And then they did something mm-hmm. with it. I think the weird thing is, is that um. I think Star was Sony, wasn't it, originally? And then they bought it. I think so. I'm yeah. not 100% sure. But nevertheless, they're only, they're only offering that in uh, Europe while Hulu's still a thing. But you can have a, in a bundle with Disney Plus in America, but it's still a thing you technically have to pay for separately and even access by itself separately. Well, we still kind of have, have to pay for what the Hulu prices would have been. Yeah, you have to pay. You basically have to pay for but then, sorry, basically still, they have to download two separate applications for it. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I uh, think, but yeah. Uh, nevertheless, with that, it's like, um, Disney Plus is, they're, they're trying to do that. Like, they were refusing to do the HBO Max type of thing, but they're slowly and surely starting to do it um, with all these movies now being put on that premiere thing. I'm just not watching Raya. I'm not watching Raya until it gets a Disney Plus thing. And to be fair with you, the film is supposedly really good. It's one of those things where what Disney has done is it's another one of those movies of where it's supposedly just... It's it's series. It's basically a series type thing of where it could have just worked as a series, but they didn't want to. And I get that. I mean, I think the problem is, is like, it's even a problem with much of the stuff that we're seeing now is it, it could just easily be spinned off into like a TV movie or it could be spinned off yeah. to spin spinned off into something else because um, that new well, Raya movie isn't Pixar yeah what I heard from that is because uh, I haven't watched the movie personally as well but what I've heard from it what I've heard from it is that basically it, it was basically one of them films where it was Sorry. Basically, it was one of them things where uh, it wasn't like any ordinary Pixar movie where it was kind of initially made for Pixar. It was made as an independent type. I might be totally wrong here, but from what I've heard, it was either an independent thing or it was made for an entirely different studio. 
but somehow Pixar's got the rights to it. They decided to make the movie with the creator, and mm-hmm. essentially, essentially, they were really supportive still about it. They still let the creator do what they wanted with it, but then when the creator gave what they had, it was still, it was, it was a thing that was too long from what I've heard. It was too bloody, too gory. It wasn't age appropriate for Disney. It was many. Yeah. I think it was originally meant to be R-rated. So, essentially, I think I agree. It could have been turned into a TV show and been put on like Hulu and Star. It could have been well, well, again, it could have been R-rated long movie that's been put on TV service. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think they've rushed things, announced this new movie for Pixar, and kind of fucked themselves over. I think the funny but thing nevertheless, is. So, yeah. It's not. I've not. I've not heard it's brilliant, but I've heard <laughs> it's good. So it's still. Yeah, okay. It's still an enjoyable movie. But I'd much prefer a timeline where we have a brilliant animated R-rated movie. Yeah, I get you. It's one of those things of where um, I think I saw like the look and like you know the trailer and stuff. It reminds me of that PS5 game that's coming out. Like it. It. I don't know what it is. It seems like the exact same look and feel as that PS5 game that's coming out. Um, I cannot remember the name of it off the life of me, but it basically it it's one of those things of where it's um it it, it looks exactly the same. To be fair, actually, I'll see if I can actually find it. To be fair, because um you know not too much of a problem. Where are we? Um, it's not that. Ah, here we go. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll basically put this on the uh, thing, like the screen uh, for the people um, who are watching the podcast and stuff. Um, but yeah, it reminds me a lot of this game, uh, Kenya Bridge of Spirits. Send you the link, Sean, and see what you think, because I think it does oh, look the same. Yeah, it kind of gives me vibes of it, to be fair. I was like, yeah, there's a long, it looks like a fucking massive thing that I've just sent you, but yeah. It's, uh, it looks interesting. It does look interesting. It kind of does look similar to it, though. I can see what you mean from that, but it, yeah. it gives me off different vibes at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I get you with that. It's probably just one of those things, but get a drink of water because we don't want to splatter ourselves um yeah i think it was a week it was a bold move that they've made like with the whole thing but everyone reacting being like oh it's gonna kill the cinema industry i, I don't think it is i don't think it's gonna kill the cinema industry i don't uh i wouldn't recommend i i would not recommend it i wouldn't think that um, yeah. but anyways i would think i'm gonna say this shane mm-hmm uh, overall, we're going to probably be talking about HBO Max, uh, Disney Plus, whatever streaming service, but maybe the whole of the podcast set run. Because oh, okay. that's just the way things are at the minute, isn't it? It's the way movie news is at the minute. Yeah. And essentially, from looking at the list, other than like the occasional thing here and there, most of it's about. Warner Bros. project in the news. Most of it's about Disney-orientated news. But 
we'll, we'll move uh, instead of being like, oh, well, well, mention this, mention it, which it's flowing conversation, but just to get some of the ones checked off the list, uh, there is a lot of them, a fair amount of them in the row, which is uh, HBO Max orientated. Mm. The first one is the Boondocks reboot. What's your thoughts on that? I've actually seen some episodes of it. I was not a fan of the original series, and I think it's the art style it was. It's a very animist type like art style, uh, art style series. And back then, I didn't like anime at all. I say that, but like now I'm watching JoJo and fucking <laughs> um, the recent animes I'm watching is JoJo and. Uh, well, a bit of One Piece, and I've been watching a few Yu-Gi-Oh! episodes back to back. But yeah, um, I-, I was never a fan of it. I think I might get into it, but it's one of those things of where I think uh, it's getting renewed on Adult Swim, is it? Is that where it's getting renewed for, or is it like a HBO Max just series or something? I swear, I swear to HBO Max and what they do for it. Yeah, because um, that's the thing that a lot of people are just not realising, and it's with all these shows that get renewed. Um, I'm thinking they're going to go on Adult Swim at some point. Boondocks, I think, already was on Adult Swim. And you've also got the Clone High reboot that you've got yeah, to think about, too. It's, it's an uh, HBO Max reboot. Oh, right, okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I've not really got an opinion on it. Um, um, well, I can totally disagree with you on that. I haven't seen it in a fair amount of years, but from what I remember... The original show's fucking brilliant. It's like, yes, is it aged because of, like, it's obviously about this, that, and the other, and the N-words involved in buying not even the Black family. But it's kind of just meant to be one of them vulgar comedies that are meant to be satire. And overall, it's entertaining from what I remember. And the art style, yeah, I can see where you're getting the anime vibes off, honestly, but... I don't know. I, f- I feel like it's got. I feel like it's the cool two thousand type of anime. Yeah, yeah, I get you that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I think the show overall is great, but the fact is, is that this reboot was actually meant to happen a year ago, wasn't it? But and then yeah, yeah, quiet yeah. about it, and, the, and then again recently, the kind of being like, it's happening with like with like an image of like three of their heads. And from what I remember of that image, it quite looks the same type of animation, but obviously made for like twenty twenties. Yeah, I mean, I think what the thing is is that um, this thing now of where it's a lot of announcements, but we're gonna start seeing this of where it's like, yeah, um, we're gonna get a lot of announcements, but we're not gonna see it until next year or two years' time, just because of obviously the big Rona, and um. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. This one. This one's. Can't remember. It's like 2022, 2023, something like that. Yeah, when the total drama season and the new Clone High will probably most likely come out. I I well, don't it's think it's getting two seasons, by the way. Yeah, it's not just getting one; it's getting two. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very surprising that that's the really weird length that they're going with with different stuff. Because Animaniacs got two seasons, Total Drama's got two seasons, Clone High's got two seasons, Boondocks has got two seasons. So it's interesting. Um. That's one thing that I just think, yeah, I'm not going to make it entirely focused on the podcast, but it's really interesting how they're just giving shorter episode lengths, but like kind of 
given more freedom to the creator? I mean, it's quite confusing. Um, because, yeah, I mean, it's this whole thing of where, like, I know I'm going to go on about it because I know kind of a lot about it, but, you know, total drama. Um, it's that thing of where, with that series, like, the reboot that they've said, like, the, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Terramagurin. Terramagurin. That's his name, at least. Yeah, I'm having a mind block today. Anyway, I think it's uh, Terry McGurran that basically said he was like, oh, well, it's a brand new series and things like this. I don't know, because reboots, I think they're all reboots. Like, everyone's saying, oh, the Clone High one will be continued. I don't think so, because of Gandhi, but it's whatever, I guess. I mean, so, so long as they're coming back. Well, I mean, the way the show ended, they could easily make a continuation of it. Yeah, they could, but it depends. Is it going to make money or not? It's, it's weird. They might do what they did with the Animaniacs yeah, reboot. Yeah, I know. But it, they basically did what they did with the Animaniacs reboot. Well, they might do what they did with the Animaniacs reboot, where it was like, yeah, um, it's we're saying that we're rebooted, but we're not rebooted. We're just a continuation. It's like, okay. I think, I think with Clone Knight, it's definitely going to be a continuation. There'd be no reason to totally reboot it. Um, yes, Gandhi, but then you could just make a crap joke while he's not there. It's clone high, it's not serious. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, with the Boondocks, it's already been said it's a full on reboot. And I was kind of wrong with the release date thing. The new season of it is going to be late 2021, that's all I've said. But uh, from what I've heard, the second season but they've already confirmed will be 2022 2023 yeah that's what um, they're doing with most of the stuff uh told drama however you know a lot more about it but yeah um i i, I honestly don't know whether that'll be a continuation or a reboot because one as you can probably agree one minute they say it's a reboot and then the next minute they just say it's a sequel to island yeah because they don't want to piss so, people off the thing is is that like if they just came out and said yeah it's a reboot that's it i mean the last person to talk about it was terry uh, terry mcgurran um so it's mm. it is interesting to look at it but the thing is is that <sighs> it's a missed opportunity and i know i'm gonna say oh well it was my past in the channel and you know it's progression and stuff but i'll admit this um and i'll even say this um this whole thing of where yeah i've always thought that it's just quite a bad idea for them to kind of just do this reboot style but if it works i guess i mean can happen it's completely up to what the creators want to do though and i'm not one of those people that's like uh, i'll hate on this before it is um popular or whatever or i hate on this before it is isn't popular or whatever you know what i mean um because i hated on Com uh, Com camp coral before it even came out um and i ended up enjoying it it's sure it was one of those things where it was like yeah it's it, it's kind of catch grabby but it works it does work and i will do a video on that eventually um but yeah i just think the whole thing with the situation of total drama and stuff and even other seasons and reboots is that it's introducing it to a new generation so some people who are our age may not have uh, grew up with boondocks and uh some people who were our age didn't grow up with clone high because i know a lot of people that didn't um and it's it's, I mean, it's interesting 
with Clone High, it's quite interesting because it was one of those shows where it was originally like only a select people, um, other than America, obviously, but around here, only a select amount of people watched it uh, from just intrigue, I guess, from the past and ended up loving it. It reminds me what it reminds me. They didn't announce. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. You continue, Norma? Yeah. Yeah, um, basic, and I'm not saying that it's like the do it in the reboot because of of this, but uh, basically the JFK memes were coming out, so people were starting to laugh at it, laughing at like obviously how ridiculous the character is. Ira came again, a, yeah, it became a massive meme. Yeah, I get you. And. Um, yeah, and then basically now a lot more people have watched that original season. Mm-hmm. And then around the same time, they officially announced that the continuation would happen. But that was never the intent of it because it blew up. It was just a big, massive coincidence. Like so the total drama thing. High. I wouldn't say it was total drama. So they were the whole blue um, situation, but we're not going to get into that on the podcast. But yeah, um, um, it's one of those. Yeah, but Clone High is a coincidence, but a lot more people have watched that one now. Uh, but I would say with Total Drama, uh, that isn't on the same scale. Um, I'd say with Total Drama, it only blew up with the fan base again. It, it wasn't really anything like the JFK memes. So, yeah, I would agree with that one. It's like that one could be like an introducer to people. Yeah, I get you. I mean, I think the thing was, was that um, the amount of feedback that I got off that video that I did, which got 15k views and all this other stuff, it was interesting with the people who were like commenting because they were like, oh, I've never heard of the series, I've not watched past this, this and this, and it's like, yeah, I can kind of understand that because it's a series that wasn't really promoted worldwide. And, um, I mean, I don't know. I just really hope that Clone High gets enough love over here now, though. Because, yeah, it's one of those things of where if it's getting published by HBO Max, I do expect like a Warner Brothers signature on a DVD so that we can actually finally own the full box set set of like Clone High, the original season, and then the reboot or even the the continuation would be good. Because to be fair with you, I know that they released all the episodes in HD, but you got to buy them singly. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, With that though, um, it's kind of a weird thing that's not really recent news, but it's just total drama talk, and then it kind of can transition to the next subject. Is a route that I'm really glad they didn't go with total drama is well, the Redonkulous Race. We that's personally my favorite out of the total drama running, but technically, it's not total drama, it's the first spin off, yeah. But in my heart, it's still in the same tone, and well. All I'm going to say is, thank God that spin-off didn't get many sequels, because when I'm doing my own video, talking about it, which I'm currently editing, I found out that the producer actually wanted multiple seasons if it did well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's kind of like, I'm glad they didn't do that, because it, like, yeah, it's in the same formula and total drama, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad it was on one-off. It's a good one-off. Um, it is a good one-off, and it's kind of what my reaction was with... Um... I mean, yeah, it's a recycled version of World Tour, but 
well thought done better. And I know people are gonna say, wait, what? How's it well thought done better? I mean, to be fair with you, um, Total Drama World Tour had this thing of where, yes, it's my favorite season, but if I was to put something before it, it would be ridiculous, because I don't know. The fact that there was just no main drama in there, like it was just uh, a competition. Yeah, I get you, but I mean, I mean, no, like, I, I think, I think, uh, yeah. the thing about it is, um, total drama. It's always been a thing where they've done a brilliant job with the first three seasons, nevertheless. But it's kind of been one of those things where it's been, it's quite ridiculous in, in a sense, where it's like it's set in a world of where there's multiple like of these shows, but then all of a sudden, Chris McLean comes out of this one with teens, which isn't exactly a new idea. But then he gets to create multiple spin-offs based on different things, and it it's kind of like it's a kid show. Calm down. It's like I get that. A kid show with adult edits. Hmm. But Redunculus Race is kind of like it knows what what it is. It knows it, it's just that one show in that one universe, which I kind of like. And to be honest, um, it was kind of like the as I think people fans publicly know it was the season to technically save total drama's ass before they fucked it up again well i mean they fucked up during the air and i think the thing was with that was that it's something that i'll cover in the redonkulous race video which yes you're not getting yet i'm sick of kind of receiving that on social media to release it like do this i'm like i want to make other content but yeah um right off that i think the thing was um with the total drama is that um the other problem that kind of the Veronica's race had, it had Pakatu Island's treatment of where it was like, it was actually two episodes a day from what I remember yeah. that they were airing. And um, the other thing is, is that with that is that um, they also released oh, it, the full thing online for free. Yeah, yes. Um, no, that wasn't them. Uh, that's the thing I was just about to punch when you, well, remind me of that is a thing with these late total drama seasons apart from obviously Dramarama which has had its fair amount of leaks but it's kind of like character design stuff is them later seasons of total dramas like the last two seasons had massive leaks like leaked episodes like Jesus Christ like the first right before right before uh, Fresh, Fresh Ink could officially announced the designs and the characters for Redonkulous Race, the whole first episode was released online. Yeah, I mean, that was the thing with Pakatu, wasn't it? Because um, it wasn't the first Pakatu, episode, it was the uh, animatic. It, the first, it was uh, basically, with that one, I can't remember it 100%, but a Spanish voice actor released like, not, not, not like HD, but released like the first look of her character uh, online on Instagram. Um, mm -hmm. There was two script. Uh, there was two episode full scripts released. I don't think it was the first one. I think it was like episode five and another episode something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I think and then with that, it's the whole problems had revolving around it, mm -hmm. where eventually they kind of just went, we're gonna release really crappy Italian trailers before we release English ones, and it's like. Okay. It's total reality. Lisa <laughs> Latte Yeah, but, but um Yeah. Move it but let's move on to the other subject because we don't want 
uh, this is going to be a part of our job producer. And I, 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 I think you do <laughs> respect your fans, but yeah, move on from Total Drama because the Total Drama fan base will go a bit crazy on Change Channel again. True. Um, <laughs> uh, mention the reason why I mentioned the spin-off was to link into the next subject, which is still HBO Max orientated, which is how many freaking Game of Thrones spin-offs are there? <laughs> yep. That is a thing that I am going to cover in a future video. Um, I, it's really mental. Like, how they've somehow decided, yeah, you know what? Your stuff's good. We're going to continue writing it. But you know what else we're going to do? We're going to take little bits out of the episodes and stuff and just kind of just make spin-offs off them. And you cannot lie, that's what's happening with Star Wars right now too, to be fair with you. Mm. Well, yes, but... Not to be harsh in Game of Thrones fans, but Star Wars has that fucking right. Exactly. They've de they've developed for fucking years to get on that stage. How was like your final season, Marvel. Game of Thrones fans? Are you crying? Are you crying? I've only watched Even though I've got a pop figure of Game of Thrones, but I didn't purposely buy it. It was just ended up in my hands. I've only watched the first season. I thought it was all right, but it just wasn't my thing at the time. Will I revisit Probably at some point when these spin-offs come out. But my main point about this is, like, how many are you making? You're going over the board. Yes, it was one of your most popular franchises you had there. But the fact is, you haven't even got the main mad involved in these spin-offs. Then, but then recently they're like, oh, we're making another spin-off with him now. And it's like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing is, is that um, the other thing was, was that when all of the stuff had come out about it, everyone was just like, right, but you've still not done a White... No one asked for it. You've still not done no a White Walker spin-off, which was also one of the creator's original approaches. So it's like, so you're making a spin-off of something, and then you're making multiple spin-offs, but you're not making anything on the main characters of the White Walkers and all this other shit. It's like... Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think it's kind of like any studio interference type thing where that last season bombed, where they're kind of like, yeah, we're fucking you over, but then because of all that many spin-offs, they kind of got into it. Yeah, but didn't Sky didn't Sky end up getting like the final season on Sky Atlantic? Like just. Uh -huh, I, don't know. I think they got it like um, before the US, and what happened with that was like obviously stuff got leaked. Because if you ever upload something, or not upload, if you ever air something in the UK, I can tell you 100%, our laws for that sort of stuff isn't as lengthy, so it can just go up instantly. Like, literally, you can you can talk about this, Sean. Like, a, a fucking episodes of Tipping Point and The Chase, they just get uploaded onto random Reddit sites within, like, two minutes after airing. It's insane. And um, it's just because yeah. we can, it, it, unlike you Americans, no offense to any of you, but uh, we've got this thing of where, like, obviously you record this stuff, it's DVR, but what can happen is you can actually transfer that off the hard drive and then plug it into something else and it works. Mm. It's one of those yeah. things. I'm not talking about privacy, but you, still. <laughs> you, you, probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, but, but, but all I'm going to say, boys and girls, before we get. Uh, judged by the big boys on the BBC is you Americans think you're good at pirating oh in the UK there's a whole fucking system of it where there's these people out there where they pirate shit 
get uh, people are after uh, the BBC and that are after them to just restart again. Piracy is like a whole fucking game. In the you wouldn't download. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that was ours as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was ours. Um, uh, but yeah, that don't ask these Game of Thrones spin-offs. I don't even think fans of it ask for it. So what the fuck's the point? Don't try and get um, Peter K shows though, because uh, we learnt the bad way with that. To be fair. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Continue. So the next one for HBO is a DC property. A lot of DC properties on this list, but then it's kind of like they're being mentioned at different points of the week, like the last two weeks. Uh, Satana. Uh, she uh, basically. Uh, does a whole announce this was mentioned on like the the, the lost podcast um but uh lost Warner Bros media. recently <laughs> Warner Bros literally just came out uh, had like kind of what Disney Plus had where they had a they show to invest it was investors day thing valid from the name from saying the word investors they show <laughs> investors what they're doing and yeah. a lot of it was DC mm-hmm. and that was on there and I would have kind of just set, just not put it on the list, but they, they seem to already put work into it. They've got a director attached to it, but it's kind of a surprising one. It's kind of like, yes, they're finally making like other characters from DC have their own thing, uh, but it's kind of surprising went with her. She is a phenomenal character in DC Comics, but yeah, yeah. A-list, not really. Hmm. Um, do, do you know anything about the show? Um... Not exactly. I mean, I haven't caught up with DC in a while. You can chat amongst yourself, um, but yeah, um, I can probably basically, catch up. She she is a magical type character, basically. In summary, uh, she again is a DC character. She, uh, I think she's created by Diana Fox. I think uh, maybe Murphy Anderson as well. Uh, she first appeared in Hawkman issues, and now she's become her own independent character. I remember personally when I was younger, seeing her on things, but then I didn't know who the fuck she was until like a year ago um, from watching like the animated films, that type of stuff, and obviously over all the years of reading comics. Um, yeah, she's just a simply a magician uh, okay. in the DC comics, and basically. Uh, they make they're obviously making a movie about her, and they've got Emerald Fennell, if that's how you pronounce it. She's she's the director of it. We'll call her Funnel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's either she's directing and writing. I think that's what it is. Like any kind of project with DC. Um, I can't remember what she's doing, but I'll quickly search it up. Um, a few moments later. Um, well, she's actually an actress, to be honest. Uh, she was in like stuff like Call the Midwife, stuff like that, The Crown, which, yeah, British things, but she acted in them. Uh, from searching it up. British. Um, but yeah, uh, she's one that's directing this film. I'll quickly have a look if she's directed anything else. Um, she's directed two things in the past. Uh, small stuff but yeah uh, well good for her she's got herself quite a big project under her roots uh 
I support it when actors get to have their own directorial work because most of the time it works out. Uh, they, they, they've had these experiences with the directors and they now have their own approach. Tobey so, Maguire, question uh, mark. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, uh, just quick summary. Good character to go with. Surprising to doing it. Surprise director. But I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but moving on to a TV series that Disney Plus is developing. Also around a uh, female character, but I wouldn't really expect to get their own thing yet, is Echo. And this is even more surprising than Tana, and I, I assume you don't really know about Echo. No, not really, no. <laughs> uh, essentially, uh, she's a superhero in Marvel. I don't know too much about her. She was involved with Daredevil stories. Uh, uh is it i think i think she's deaf partially as well i'm not too sure yeah. but uh but all we know so far is disney plus is now making a show about her uh i think i think i think she is deaf and, I, and i'm not gonna be a dick and say that's why they're doing it but i think that's why they're doing it um but yeah uh it's gonna be a spin-off to the hawkeye show as well so are we gonna see her in that maybe but again, it's a thing to look forward to. Uh, with Marvel and DC, I'm, uh, I'm since I'm a big fan of them, I'm never gonna shut it down straight away unless there's something that really makes me go about it. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that one as well. Um, now, Shane, yeah, still superhero based, uh-huh. but it's quite interesting. Okay, have you heard about Keanu Reeves' comic book? Yes, I have heard about Keanu Reeves' comic <laughs> I was slightly confused, um, and I'm not sure whether it's absolutely breathtaking, to be fair with you. It's uh, it's an odd one. It is an odd one. Uh, I've seen it over basically, Twitter. Yeah, basically, if you don't, don't know, uh, listeners, uh, basically, Keanu Reeves, I didn't know about this was even happening, but he's released, he's starting to release his own comic book series named Berserker, but it's spelled in a really weird way. Um, but basically, it's written uh, by Keanu uh, and a comic book writer, which is Matt Kint. I think that's how you pronounce it. Oh, we're going to send Matt Lucas uh, on, sir. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, basically he's released his own comic. I don't know much about it. I've not had a chance to do it, but it's by Boom Studios. I've heard it's really impressive with these issues that's happened. Uh, the third. The third print has literally made 10,000 copies from what I've known. Yeah. Um, so it's successful because it's Keanu Reeves, obviously. Yeah. But another weird thing about it is there's going to be movies about Ooh. it starring him as well. Because, oh, wow. like, the character it literally looks like Keanu. Oh, fair enough. Uh, I can't, I'll, I'll have a quick search, but uh, essentially making a movie about it he's starring it but i'll have a look if if there's any anyone attached to it, any studio attached to it um this is really surprised that, 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 that's like it's not quick that's like jesus someone someone like looked at that one yeah we're making a movie about it it's netflix ne- netflix is making it boom yeah. <laughs> so good on keanu um i don't know much about it obviously but it seems like it's something he's passionate about and now he's getting a movie about it, so... 
pretty cool. Um, you got anything to say about it? Interesting, to be fair. I mean, Keanu's been through the fair bit of mud these past few months with Cyberpunk yeah. 2077, but it's nice to see that he's actually doing something. And, um, yeah, what makes a man in 2077? Oh, God. Sorry, I will and not do that joke. And SpongeBob, remember? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 SpongeBob. I nearly forgot about that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for uh, reminding me of that lovely review that I made. Which I had to change the title the other day for, because, uh, yeah, um, that's that's another thing that I'm coming on to. Yeah, uh, so the channel, the other day, um, I kind of noticed that uh, most of the titles on the videos were misspelled. <laughs> I don't know how. How did you manage that? I don't know. <laughs> so, originally, I meant to put, like, uh, Spongebob... Sp Spongebob Squarepants, all, all this other stuff, right? Um, but then I'd noticed that, like, it had corrected it to, like, sponge on the run automatically. And then I noticed that, like, instead of, like, putting commas and hashtags and all this other stuff, it was instead just putting full stops in everything. So, like, the way it was, was the way that the titles were structured. Um, Spongebob. <laughs> Spongebob. It was just separate. It was like, what the hell? And um, yeah, that that was made a light to me uh, by a very lovely Instagram person. I can't remember his name, but thank you, whoever you are, for uh, bringing that true light. Hero. Yeah, true hero. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't up to that. It was not the total drama videos, but it was like the channel trailer and stuff. I misspelled loads mm. of stuff just in the descriptions, and I was like, oh, well, that's fun. It was like um, mm. the fucking the the description for it. Said, instead of saying Spongebob, it said S-P-U-N-G-E, like Spooge, <laughs> and then other such stuff. It's a bit mental, and I don't know how I got away with that, but yeah, still, it's one of those things. That video's nearly 800 views, which is quite the shock. It's not my best one, but yeah. Um, I liked it, I liked it. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. As a fellow patron, you uh, you get yourself a, a Branston, Branston pickle sandwich. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. So Shane, since, mm -hmm. since we mentioned Snyder Cut before, yeah, still superhero based. <laughs> have you watched Batman v Superman? I did years and years ago. I wanted to erase uh, it from my life. Oh, okay. Um, uh, basically, I'll just go from my own experience of it because it's not that big of a news figure. I'll share all the comment about it, but. My experience with Batman, uh, with Snyder in general, let's go through my little quick story with me and Snyder, DC, well, DCEU movies, moving on, sorry from Watchmen. Uh, so, Snyder was a director where, with most of his stuff, I was kind of, eh, about even when, I, even when I was younger, I only liked two of his films, um, then he released Man of Steel, I fucking love Man of Steel. I think it's a brilliant movie. I always have thought that since 2013. And it's still is really, really good. But then Batman v Superman came out. I didn't like it. Maybe it might have been just because the reviews are saying it was bad, but I fucking hated it with my guts out until now. But since I was going to watch the Snyder Cup, okay, let's have a rewatch of his now known trilogy that's what they're gonna call it his trilogy or films so i've rewatched it loved man of steel again 
Obviously, I loved Snyder Cut. But Batman v Superman, I'm no longer hated. Oh, I, wow. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I fucking love it, but mm. I was like, I, I don't see why I hate bashed on it and hated it so much. I don't see why peakily looked at it that badly. It's it just, it, it's enjoyable, in my own opinion. It's, no, it's nothing extraordinary, but at least I like it now. But that's my yeah. experience with it. But the news revolving around it is simply that because of Snyder Cut, uh, there's now a full-on 4K release of it. Finally. Oh, okay. As it should have had. But they've finally done it. It's also to you wonderful American viewers and maybe the wonderful pirates of the world. It's It, it was put out on HBO Max as well. So, there you are. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um... Let's move on to a Marvel project again. Okay. And it's an upcoming one. All right. And literally from Usrakhan today on the 3rd of April, 2021. Black Widow. Oh. Thoughts? Oh. Uh, i Black Widow. <laughs> I just... I've never been one who appeals to the character. Just, I don't know why. Um, I think it, it's gonna work as a series, but wasn't it meant to have a movie? No, it is a movie show. Oh, I thought you said a series. All right, fair enough. Um, I don't know. I think I've seen things from the movie and stuff, like little posters and stuff. I just, I don't know. Um, it got pushed back, didn't it? Because I remember when I was going to do the Marvel films in, like, uh, November. It was was pushed back and pushed back. And what I kind of mentioned before is where they're starting to do it, but they're doing the premiere thing. They've done that where it's really, I think it's July something. I'll quickly search it now. But um, it's going to be on Disney Plus for, like, $30 while it releases in cinema. Damn. That is a kick, because I... I shamefully have to say this. Um, the Mulan reboot or remake I paid 20 quid for. Mm. And uh, I yeah, regretted I'm not it. For it. Yeah, I'm I sure paid 20 quid for the Mulan reboot. And I thought. I'll happily see it in cinemas because I think the date that it's got, I think we might be able to go back in cinemas in the UK and watch it. But if it's not. I'm gonna wait either way. Well, lockdown or... stuff's meant to be over in June, like all or... social distancing. Or if you if you boys want to twine at me, I might. I'm not gonna say it publicly, but I might watch it in a way. But I will pay for it some way. I'll probably go to the cinemas because it'll have a release. In cinemas, I'll watch so it on the SpongeBob 2002 CTR TV. I can't find the specific date, but it's ju- it's July this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's like July 4th. Mm-hmm. But um, that's what's basically happened with it. Uh, but I, I, I love the Black Widow character entirely. Uh, but I just don't, I'm just not looking forward to this film. Uh, Is it directed by? Reasons. Is it directed by? Oh, I don't think it's got anything to do with the director. It's just generally me not looking forward to it. All right, fair enough. Um, One of those. <laughs> but it's kind of like we we know Black Widow's dead now and that this film's a prequel and she's obviously gonna win it or 
how would she be able to be in these future movies? Um, but nevertheless, I, I, I like a good prequel and stuff, but it's just the trailers and I'm, even with this new one, I'm kind of like, this is such a predictable plot. And then even before I seen a tweet where people like, to all you guys bashing up that will bash the Black Widow movie, fuck you. Mm. They've shown like four screenshots from it and I was like, these shots aren't ambitious to me. Uh, yep. But there's another thing that's coming out in July, which segues onto our next thing. And it is a lovely movie, which is a 90s sequel called Space Jam. What is your overall opinion on Space Jam, A New Legacy? Oh, with that trailer also released today, didn't it? Yep. Um, <laughs> well, personally... I don't know how to describe it. I did love. I I did, I like. I I I had a feeling more of like, but I did. I wouldn't say I loved it, but I enjoyed that trailer. I thought it looked. It looks like a fun film. Good family out and like the first one. But what the fuck is that plot? Yeah, the plot really to me <laughs> does not make any sense. I think the thing with. I think the problem and I think the thing with it, um, that it's got is that it's, not trying anything new it's kind of trying the same thing of where it's like yeah not like michael jordan be dropped in the looney tunes universe but it's lebron still being dropped into that and i guess it's this thing of where it could be i know there's kind of this thing of where it's technical advancements and all this other stuff stuff that i really don't like in movies you saw from my fucking spongebob review i hate I mean, that sort of stuff really the do first plot is ridiculous itself but with this one it's just even more ridiculous where it's like mm. he really didn't know that room was in his house and then even from that it's like I thought it was just them two trapped but then somehow his wife's there to say look buddy you're saving our son but then you could see other human people around there yeah okay I think it's, the other thing I think the other thing that I've got is that I don't know whether he was doing Ghostbusters at the time or whatever um, but Bill Murray, nowhere to be seen at all. Hmm. And that's another thing which I've got a gripe with. I don't know. I think the movie seems promising, but I'd need more stuff on it. Plus the the tons of character stuff and the fact that the Animaniacs also got leaked is also one thing that I'm like, really? Because I get, I get this idea. I'm excited for it. I love Animaniacs big fan of Animaniacs, been a fan like for years but the thing is is that like with that movie it doesn't seem right adding those characters in because it's Hanna-Barbera and yeah I get the Warner Brother characters but mixing it with live action I really think it should have just gone with the thing with the night is where it was still animated but it's up to them um, I see Game of Thrones I see a lot of other stuff you know it, it's confusing it's a weird one because it, it's like where well uh, LeBron obviously is a Looney Tune for some of the film that you see, but then they turned it into turn into like live action hybrids, and it's weird because you can tell like the main characters have had a lot more detail of animation put into them, but then more of the tune squad as it goes down it's kind of 
not lacking, but it's kind of not on the same level. I think it's then, releasing at a bad time too, because people have still got a sour taste in the mouth with the Tom and Jerry movie. Mm. Which is that problem. And then, and then with that, it's like these other background characters just look really cheap. Um, but then the weird thing to me is kind of what you've mentioned, where basically we see live action characters from like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones? What? <laughs> Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones, right? Where they're still actually human beings, they're not animated. But then people like Scooby Doo other characters you can see in the background which you can't really recognize because of that blurred are still human but animated so it's weird yeah, what the fuck is the color correction on that movie saying that's the mm. other thing realistically the trailer the first half of it it looks very colorful and then like the second part of it it's just like the person was like yeah um i can't be asked coloring it anymore and i can't be asked actually te tweaking with the brightness or whatever yeah just leave it the way it is what did they do? Put a Gaussian blur on it because you can't see any of the characters. If you get me. Mm. I mean, we'll find out when it releases. What, whatever the runtime is. I think the runtime's an hour and a bit. Is it an hour and thirty minutes? Oh, I don't know. It's one of those. I mean, I honestly think it'll do well. Um, in terms of it releasing here, Sky, unfortunately probably means that it's probably going to be edited down because you know game of thrones and everything else hope that doesn't happen but still it's one of those in it i don't know i'd really like to see it on netflix but it's not gonna happen i mean netflix has got the original space jam though we watched uh, me and my little brother watched it a few weeks ago because he was like oh i think the i think the movie looks good i'm like okay yeah we'll watch it and then i watched the original space jam with him i was like yeah it's quite good i was gonna do a review on it but i was like yeah wait until the other one comes out i think the problem that you've got is that um it's not only the looney tunes thing which i'm worried about it's this crossover with live action which it's good but it kind of overstimulates the viewer when they see all these different references and it's like yeah it, it makes people excited it makes people hype but it's only going to be like that for like probably the last quarter of the film like the first was so it's this thing of where it's like showing the best stuff off and not really giving anything back when people go and watch it. And I really hope it's not. And I'm telling you this now. I hope that they didn't just do that animated LeBron bit just because of what they did with Tom and Jerry because it worked. I really hope they didn't do it because of that because if they did the same, that was, that was misleading as fuck. Like you've got to even admit that. The fact that they were like, oh, well, Tom and Jerry do this and there's a plot before it. No, there's no plot before it. It's singing pigeons. Singing fucking pigeons. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. It is. And I don't know. It's probably the PR team or the people that did it. But think of those animators. I know that the animation's pretty good in that movie. But think of the animators that just had to animate those scenes. And they weren't used. Mm. <laughs> We're going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it could be good. But we've got to wait and see. I'm not holding out for out. If it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. It's whatever. Original Space Jam's still a bit mid to me. I mean, I'm like, a lot of oh, stuff I, in it. I, I, I watched it for a while, but it has a very good place in my heart, the first one. Yeah, the first one's got a good place in my heart, but it's this thing where you can kind of see that, yeah, you can't really get away with that joke nowadays. 
No, no, they've removed a few characters. I do like how they've added Granny as a main character to the Space Jam cast, though, which is interesting. Um, I think the thing is, is that I'm also coming off this, um, because I went on a full Hannah Barbera thing. I watched the full Looney Tunes show, like, you know, the 2015 show, like the Slice of Life thing. And um, I watched the movie, which uh, I cannot remember the name of it. But it's like it's a really it's an alternate reality type thing and that's what i think they're going to do with space jam it really looks like that i don't know i mean it exists it can exist it might be like tom and jerry i'm not holding out for out because scooped and tom, tom and jerry were absolutely awful films i did not like them you know i didn't like scooped yeah. and um tom and jerry it just left a sour taste in my mouth i didn't like that either so yeah um it's whatever in my own opinion but yeah let's actually get on to another thing because we've probably been talking about this for about 15 minutes yeah right uh going into animation uh luca looks uh, interesting but it also looks like it could have been turned into a series i don't know about that one mm. i think L we need to see a bit more of it exactly a luca could get a place in my heart like what coco has coco is one of my favorite films i absolutely love that film i'm, I'm sorry but i was twining like a little fucking bed and to be fair when like all that shit happened it's like fucking hell um it's one of those films that like i don't cry at many films that it's one of those films that hit me with emotion i was like damn um but luca it looks interesting it does look interesting i'm yet to see sold though which is another thing I need to see sold. Uh, but so basically, yeah. I what I, I, I when I watched Soul, I the first time watched Coco after. Quite got, they're not like totally the same plot, but it's kind of like subject of death, like straight mm -hmm. after. It's kind of like oh. yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I think the thing with Sold is that everyone was loving it, but I think I was just one of those people at that time which was on the hype train of the Animaniacs more than Sold. Oh, so, soul, 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 soul. Sorry, so soul isn't brilliant. It's just good. Mm. Coco, when I watched that for the first time around the same time, I was like, "Fucking masterpiece." Coco it. is beautiful. Um, it's so good. Um, the thing is, is that I would, out of respect for it, I might not ever even make a video for it. And just the reason is, is that it's too complex. It's one of those films that you cannot explain. It's peak pixar and um mm. the thing is that it's like uh it's probably like toy story to be fair you can't really explain toy story um, it's, it's a miracle to people who do explain toy story very well but you can't really understand that stuff unless you actually get into the mind of the creators they've, they've put a lot of research and hard work into the project in a summary mm -hmm. exactly luca looks um, interesting though luca I, when I was first watching the trailer, it gave me Coco vibes, and it still does throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, "What? What is this meant to be?" Because I didn't know any information about it from like the poster, and then I seen the ending. And I was like, "Okay, I'm on board. I, I, I think that's a cool story to go with, like the secretly fish and like place where obviously their creatures aren't allowed. But, uh, I, uh, we need to see more of it." But mm. that's in, uh, but the right connecting this to Black Widow. 
they've kind of done the animated scummy once again in a company. So all these live action movies, right? Right. Uh, starting to be thirty pound, well, thirty dollar technically on premiere. Fair enough, Freya is in that. But Luca, and I, I can't remember what the other Disney animated thing, but they'll put it on there. Just be, just being released on Disney Plus, which I prefer. I think all of them movies should be released on Disney Plus. But if you're gonna make one and price, that is kind of scummy on the animators to make theirs not. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, I think I think the thing is, is that like, Luca, is a film that I would pay to see in cinema, not on Disney Plus, because I think it's one of those things that you need to be surrounded. It's like Coco. I regret never seeing Coco in cinemas. I watched it last year yeah. on Disney Plus. And the thing is, well, is that with... Watch it, yeah. Oh, well, But yeah, um, that's the thing that I've got a problem with. Um, I think <sighs> Disney's strategy is good. It's a good idea, but it's eventually going to lead to a downfall of something. And it's going to lead to a downfall of something that they don't think of. And it's the... All of these oh, films. I think it's working at all now. Yeah, all of these films that they keep doing, they get backlash off them. But not only that, um, you don't see any merchandise. There is no merchandise whatsoever for these films. Like none. The Mulan, you would have at least thought there would have been figures. You thought there would have been posters. You thought there would have at least been something else, but no. Lion well, King, yeah. same. There's not really been that much merchandise. No, there was a fair amount of Lion King. Mm. No, probably didn't mean Lion King, but you know, possibly a uh, lot. No, I think I think I think Mulan did get a fair amount of merch. To be honest, not sure about the others, but from having two little cousins, where one of them is a big fan of Disney princess, I think there was plenty amount of Mulan. Yeah, I get you with that. I mean, <sighs> I don't know. Pixar is good. It's amazing. Disney live action? Not good. Doesn't make me feel happy. But going on to other things that don't make me feel happy, and a cash cow that's been a corporate cash grab for like months now, renamed, retooled, resold to a different studio, and now under a new vision, Mitchells versus the Machines. Oh god. I wouldn't say to read Vision, it's the same movie. Mm-hmm. It's entirely the same movie. I meant in terms basically, of title. Basically, yeah, well, basically, uh, I think everyone knows about this, but Sony had this film named Connected. Uh, it's made by uh, Bill Lord and Chris Miller, who's obviously done a variety of things like Clone High, but most importantly, they've collided with Sony in the past on the Cloud Room with the Chance of Meatball movie. Number one, I think they didn't have any involvement with number two, which number one is a lot better than number two. Yeah, I can then agree on they that. They did Spider Verse. Spider Verse was a fucking masterpiece. We watched Spider Verse um, downstairs altogether. Saw it last year. <laughs> um, yes, uh, obviously, as a Spider Man fan, I didn't get to watch that in cinema, but I did eventually get to watch it and I loved it. Uh, it's on Netflix UK currently. If you're a British fan, I'd definitely recommend that film. Even as some of it's not that big fan of Marvel, I think you'll still have a connection to that film. Um, but basically, they've now uh, done a film named Connected, as I just said, where it's about uh, the Mitchells, uh, a family of 
just Bean. people that are slowly Sorry. distanced away from each other. It's basically a family that are slowly just drifted away. It's got a grumpy father, it's got a mother that wants them to stop being on technology so much from family time. It's got this creative daughter that's into films that has arguments with this father. And then it's just like your typical bratty Bart Simpson type of boy kid. And we've got a minion character, because we needed more of them. I won't say it's that from what I've looked in the trailer. He's completely completely normal still. Yeah, Um, I guess, but... But basically, that first trailer released, I'm going to watch that trailer with my friends from college. Draw that trailer. Title as well. I'm going to say it. Perfect. Well, I didn't even say what happens to them. Basically, this technology corp, their robots take over the world and they must fight against the robots. So Connected is a perfect title because it's connected to technology, but it's about the family reconnecting. Yeah. So... That was a film that was coming out. But then, because Netflix is doing this thing now where, it's, other than creating their own projects, they're starting to buy other people's projects and putting it on their service as mm-hmm. their own type of film. They've done this for years, but it's never been on this level of buying things like Sony or... Uh, maybe we could say this is the next uh, subject. What was the one? The Knives Out stuff that they've done recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Basically, they've never done it this level, but with this, this is the first one. Uh, Mitchells vs. the Machines is now the title of the film. Really family-friendly title. I've heard people defend it, but I'm sorry. Connected was just a perfect title for the film. Connected works. And then you just go, and then you just go on a family-friendly title, which is the Mitchells vs. the Machines. Um, and then yeah, uh, that that happened. Um, we went to Netflix. The movie still looks good though from that first trailer. Mm-hmm. And then the more that advertised it, I was kind of like, they're just doing typical Netflix advertisements. Then the other day, the new trailer hit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just the way the Netflix trailer editor did it, but it looks quite, it doesn't look like a different film, but the feel of the film is entirely different. Exactly. The first. The first trailer was really diving into this daughter and father. But then this one's kind of like, wacky family, lol. Like, look at, look, man, look at this product placement, dude. Oh my god, I can't even remember what product it is. Hey, guys. Oh my god, it's giant. But then the fake fact is, it's just like, what? Oh, you better not have edited that film. You better have kept that film the same. Hey, I guys, you want to see... You want to see a version of this film that's similar to the Goldbergs <laughs> episode where they go Aww. to Disneyland? Sorry, I had to. It's a, uh, oh, it's such a bad thing. Yeah. Have you got anything else to say about the Mitchell's machines? I've not got anything else to say, but I've got something to say about Sony. Um, yeah, that TV division is close to going down the drain, and um. The reason yeah. for that is because they don't want to be in TV anymore. They kind of have just admitted to it. And yeah, this is kind of where I get into a video that I cover in a few weeks' time about the Goldbergs, where I also cover this. Um, yeah, like the thing is, is that now all of their stuff is just going to different networks. Um, and it makes no sense. But weirdly, their distribution rights, that 
they're still keeping. And it's like, okay, so the Mitchells versus the Machines, fair enough. I guess it's good, but Netflix, really? Netflix? The problem it's that. weird as well because Netflix has bought that, while Sony are really not want to go down the streaming route with the movies. Sony don't want to do they, anything. They want to get rid of their they, subsidiaries. They keep pushing back the movies and movies and movies because they want it to be a similar experience. But I'm not going to mention their movies because I have just said before I'm going to mention a different project mm. that's been bought by Netflix. Yeah, which is quite a ridiculous one, which I have said the Knife Salster. So this one is quite recent news from us recording, but it's a quick summary. Basically, Knives Out has always had intended to have a sequel starring Daniel Craig returning and having, what's the director's name, Brian Johnson right. uh, come back. And well, fair enough. Netflix comes into the picture and goes, hey, we're wanting to buy the rights to the sequel and then the sequel, sequel. It's getting filmed in but, Greece, isn't it? Sequel. Just one minute. Sorry. For $400 million. That's $200 million per movie, and that's not even the price they're going to pay to make it. What? That's the rights to make the... That's the rights to just have permission to make the film. Search it. They're paying $400 million to get Fucking the rights. Fucking hell. Yeah. And then now, the, uh, but the Daniel Craig's still attached, direct still attached. And as you said, they've confirmed the Knives Out 2. So there must already be a script for it. The script for the second one must have already been written before that deal was put in place. But it's going to film Greece, June this year. And well, that, that you got to think they paid that amount of money. Then they're going to pay the money to make the film now. So it's like, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's a ridiculous one. Uh, I, I, I thought the first night, I, I won't call it uh, Twitter, don't, Twitter film thing, film Twitter, don't attack me, but I, di- I didn't adore it, but I thought the nice self film was quite entertaining. My mum actually watched it the other night and she wasn't a fan of it, but hey, it's the people's taste. Um, but um, yeah. Uh, it's a good film. Uh, I was looking forward for the sequel because I, 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 I like the director. Daniel Craig's one of them people that, unless it's James Bond, if, when he's tied to a serious contract, he's not really the one to return to a film for money. He does it more for the actual script and the vision. So, yeah, it would be a good thing if he's got himself right, uh, uh, tied down to two sequels. Um, uh, have you got anything to say about it? Honestly, not really. I love the first film. Second one, I mean, I think it's gonna be good, but it just—it uh, just really depends what we're gonna do with it. Because obviously, it's still probably gonna be him being this big, massive uh, detective. It kind of proves that he's basically—it kind of proves all those rumors about James Bond that yeah, he's not signing up for any more movies. He's doing his own thing. Mm. Um, yeah, I just—I don't know. The original is good, but I think it's one of those movies. I, I know it's going to sound bad. Same with Space Jam. Same with Space Jam. It should have been a one-off. And mm, I, And it's one of those where, yeah, I mean, I get it, but it's whatever. Corporations own whatever they want. They can do whatever they want with their properties. Well, <sighs> I mean, Technic- 
Well, it was already, again, it was already been made, but technically, it's not even the original corporation making the sequel anymore, is it? It's kind of like what um, Happy Death Day did, isn't it? No, I think, wasn't that all just Blumhouse? No, 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 not in that way. I mean, just making a sequel that kind of wasn't as good as the first. Oh, well, Didn't need another well, movie. Even though I think they're kind of goofy movies that I like, the kind of shit at the end of the day, anyway. Yeah, like, kind the of third, shit. The third one's going to be a lot better, but it's by the same director. He's saying, oh, it's going to be a lot better. It's like, okay. It's, it, they're not, they're not really, the, the studio's not really interested. Yeah, I agree um, with that. Uh, but... Uh, what what time are we on, Shane? We are on 10.19pm. We've been talking uh, for an hour and 19 minutes. You want to go hour and a half? Do a couple more? Yeah, I can do. Right. So, we're going to make it past an hour, guys. So, if you like the podcast so far, quick little thing. Make sure you like it. Give some comments about these subjects because we'll be happy to respond to it because why else would we be talking about them but moving aside from that what are we currently talking on right now Shay? we are currently talking on youtube spotify and no 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 no, no. not in that sense sorry <laughs> like right now what are we talking on discord and basically what type like what type of software are you using on your laptop right now i'm using windows and Windows is owned by who? Microsoft. And what's Microsoft trying to buy now? Discord. Yeah, that's the next topic. Hey. I don't like that idea. I don't like that idea. Oh, God. I, I'm just going to say it. Has anyone caught up with Xbox Live before? <laughs> oh, I hate when kids do that. It's like, I, I, I'd like Discord, Discord to be a thing but it on them, but it would just never work. They'd make it Skype. And they just charge loads and loads of money, and it would just become irrelevant. And then they just launch it as Discord oh, Teams. I feel like if Discord does get bought by Microsoft, which I don't think they're really, I think that Discord's kind of saying no to it from my own knowledge. But um, I feel like it would just end up being the same case where, like. Yeah, but do you know who right. should buy them? And this is this a truth one, one. It'll be like this, sorry. It'll be like this. So, Skype, you, you're looking a bit scummy here. Skype, yeah, yeah, give us money. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go on this platform now. It'll just happen again. Because Skype, like, Skype's kind of just turned back into what it used to be, but no one gives a shit because of what they did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think what the better person or the better company would have been would have actually been um, probably Apple to buy Discord. There's just a reason why I would say Apple should buy Discord. Not to make it exclusive to their platform, mm. but because no offence to them. Would do, no offence. Yeah, they would. That's the problem. But no offence to them, but Macs have got nothing in terms of like yeah. any communication software. They, they can't get Skype from what I know. They can't get Skype, but it's like a really dang great. You can't version. get... You, you can get stuff. Yeah, you yeah, can get Discord and that. But no, Dion's it, ended uh, up doing it somehow. I don't know how. But yeah. No, no, no. You can get Discord just naturally on Mac. Oh right, okay. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's just uh, as you say, it's not the best. 
Exactly, it's one of those um, where it's downgraded. But, yeah. I guess what they would just do that make it exclusive because it's a big platform and it'll fuck over like half its viewership. Well, if we're going um, on from that, Microsoft is very lovely when it comes to um, voice chat, to be fair, because even though PlayStation has done it for years, Microsoft is now going to allow you to talk in an Xbox party for entirely free. Bit late. Bit late. <laughs> uh, yeah, good news, I guess, but I don't really use voice chat on consoles anymore, to be entirely honest. I, I use a lot Discord. Of do. I use Discord mostly. There's the occasional nights where I'm on PlayStation, but I don't have a headset. I literally just talk through the PlayStation Combattle app. Is that is that what you call it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just talk through that. I mean, I, one thing is, is that the only thing that's stopping me from switching to Xbox is just being able to plug in your Blue Yeti. You cannot do that. It pisses me off. You've got to have, like, multiple leads well, that, and stuff, and you can do it with PS4, lucky. naturally. You're lucky, because I can't plug by my computer either. Oh, wow. So, damn. Yeah. Uh, Imagine but, having a mic for nearly a year. But no, I've had a mic for a year, so... That's so, what I'm saying. But, yeah, yeah, it's just one of them things where it's like... I don't think uh, anyone should buy Discord. There's no reason for anyone to buy Discord. Best of itself. Yeah, there, 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 there is reason for that company to buy it. But Discord itself is doing quite fine. Exactly. By itself. Um, Discord so, bro, looking kind of fine. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. But, uh, basically, Shane, uh, since we're, we're, we are on your channel right now. Um, yes, we are. What, 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 what video did you um, upload in, in December? Die Hard. And Gremlin. No, Gremlins vs. Die Hard. Are they really Christmas films? Um, unless I'm going to look like a complete fool now because I feel like I have. Who directed Gremlins? I cannot remember. <laughs> it's not my mind. Oh, I was a producer. Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. 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 Yeah, that was it Spielberg. Steven Spielberg's getting his own origin movie. <laughs> Like also going to allow him to talk about how he dated an underage person and married them, but since he was in another state, I I don't know, but there is a movie movie developed about Steven Spielberg's life, and it has weirdly enough, it has Seth Rogen playing his uncle in it. (laughs) Only casting we know about it. Only (laughs) casting we know about it. I mean, oh, well, if they've done that, it's, it's so they can off the bat get it out there. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I, Steven Spielberg, respectable guy, but his recent stuff has not been that good. Uh, but I, I guess it, I guess it's always fun. Apart from, apart from executive producing the Animaniacs. Oof, yeah, but... Yes. I haven't even watched that, so... Um, but all, but again, it'll be it's quite interesting to see why a director wants to do what they want to do. So I, I'm open to it, but it, 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 it's just a bit of an out of nowhere thing. Yeah, it's also got a uh, bit of a weird cast, self- as I mentioned. Mm. Mm. But have you got any other thoughts on that? Because that was quite a quick one. He, 
I don't know. I mean, all these biography movies and shit are horrible. Apart from Supersonic by Oasis, that's quite good. Supersonic's a really good movie. Um, yeah, biopics, I'm not a fan. Hated Rocketman, hated Bohemian Rhapsody. Yet to see the David Bowie one because it's dreadful, from what I've heard. Um, or it's going to be dreadful. I don't know whether it's out yet. But yeah, it's one of those where I couldn't really care. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's one of those people that, yeah, big director in 80s. That was him. Made, made a lot of iconic films. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on to iconic films of recently. I, I'm getting good at the style and stuff. You are, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, moving on to iconic films in the recent things, John Wick. We all know that this new John Wick's get these new John Wick's getting made, but the weird important thing about it is that the original creator and writer of the film uh, no longer a part of it. He's not a part of these these two new films. Oh, oh. Yeah. Um, I feel like the probably will still be good by what we've seen on set. It still looks like a John Wick film, and admittedly, people only watch it for the action. Admittedly kind of the same for me i like i like the plot and mostly in some part but most we just watch it for the plot. uh but yeah he's no longer a part of it which is kind of sad but i guess we still got keanu yeah i guess we do i guess we do have keanu absolutely breathtaking um i don't i i mean john wick is one of those things of where i've watched two of the films that's it I just I think that more with the whole thing with John Wick I think like it's got its fans but I'm not really one of them I am an action type of person but I just I thought it was kind of good the first one was good second one I kind of felt a bit bored I don't know will you be will you you be watching the recently released Nobody I might have a look not too sure like this thing it's not like a thing set in John Wick, but it is mostly the fight scenes that are inspired by John Wick. Oh, can we get a Fortnite skin from it? I'm joking. God. Yeah, but as uh, I said. So, how many how many subjects would you probably want in your show? Um, probably three, maybe three or four. We're nearly three more. ten thirty. Okay, three more. Um, but anyway, a weird, uh, another upcoming film is Cruella. Uh, it's just a hit. I've seen people defend the shit out of it. It just doesn't look good to me. But it's cinematography, let alone, let alone. I guess it's good, but I just don't see the need, personally. I don't think it's a good art style that they've gone with, or a style that they've gone with that film. It is literally, it screams a Joker origin story, which is a problem. And another fucking, um, what's an M? Is it M Stone? Yeah. Yeah. Emma Stone's She's best. Turned around. It's it. nothing like it. Yeah, but, but the like... thing is, is why? Why do your promotional stuff on it then like it? You're not doing much good would you film I, I don't I think it's going to be a box office failure <sighs> if it's released in the box office I think it's going to be a failure just it'll it's, fail it's not a good it's oh, not going to be a good film 
all I'm saying is, if they want to see something somewhat good, I mean, the original animated ones, not the fuck, oh god, no, I just remembered there was a live action version of the 101 Dalmatians, wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really um, it's, it's one of those that yeah, I just think, All yeah. I've seen from this film is the trailer, and it just doesn't look good. Reminds uh, me a uh, lot of, like, weirdly, and I don't know why, it reminds me of Tarantino shit. I don't know why. Mm, I think it's just that whole suspense element that they try to go for with, and it's like, no. It's, it screams slight indie film to me, and then, like, slight horror <laughs> which is fun I, I, it'll, it'll be a fun film but it'll be a box office failure you can hold me against those words when it happens but I don't know it's not for me I like the 101 Dalmatians original I watched the cartoons when I was a kid but yeah the live, ever since it went live action it was terrible so I don't think it's going to be good and I don't like Aladdin live action either It's most of the live action things are bad so, well, you yeah. want to know it's definitely going to be a fun watch movie by the sound, sounds of the way they've said it. The Hasselhoff movie. <laughs> yeah. That is a weird one. <laughs> is that one a bit of baffling one to you? Yeah, it is a weird one. Because the thing that I've got with it is the uh, directors seem alright, casting seems good overall premise a bit weird <laughs> very weird in fact I think um, I saw some people who have done like leaked plot stuff with it and it's a bit confusing you get me yeah what's your opinion on it um uh yeah uh, just cut it off. uh yeah um uh, I can totally agree with that if people don't know about this, because I don't think it really went skyrocket in the news, but it was just a bit of a weird one in the film community. You ever seen the film Killing Hasselhoff? <laughs> basically, <laughs> I'm going to read out the basically the summary of the film given. David Hasselhoff is being cast as David Hasselhoff in a new TV series. That, oh, it's not even a movie, sorry. In a new t- in a new TV series that follows David Hasselhoff who gets caught up in the international conspiracy of a former Cold War assassins. I that's all I can really lead off, just make the people think, yeah, that that, that is pretty odd. <laughs> it is quite odd. I think... I, yeah, I think we need to see war a bit <laughs> to really understand it. If you want to see um, a movie that's really, really bad, please watch Killing Hasselhoff. It's one of those movies that doesn't disappoint. Just don't go in with anything. <laughs> like, basically, what happened was you know WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, they made a decision to like recut that entire film, um, and like remove all the scenes with Hulk Hogan because like of his racist actions in the past. And, like, it's referenced from Baywatch and all this other stuff. It's just one of those really weird things. So he's done some bad things. I'm not going to mention what that movie's about because um, I don't fancy my channel going away. But yeah, <laughs> one of those. It's like. Let's search up Killer Hasselhoff on Google Kids. Let's just say it's highly homophobic. It's highly homophobic and it's uh, it's one of those types of things. Yeah, but it was really. It wasn't even released that long ago. It was like 2017, wasn't it? Aye. Uh, 
<laughs> I love how in the movie it's like um, one of his taglines is don't hassle the whole. Stars in it as well. Oh, moving on from that, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just a wacky movie. Um, I think I feel I think that's quite a good good way of closing it off, Shane. To be honest, so just Hasselhoff playing Hasselhoff playing Hasselhoff playing Cold War soldier. That's a good mm. way to end it. <laughs> also, that movie um, box office got uh, fucking six million. So yeah. <laughs> Did it? It got six mil. That, that's, that, that, that's why David Hasselhoff should be casting more things, kids. Because he's just a god. Keanu Reeves or uh, David Hasselhoff. That's one thing that we need to question. Uh, Keanu Reeves, in my own opinion, come for me, kids. But, yeah, let's change that line. Um, come for me, film Twitter. Um, basically, Keanu Reeves ain't that ranged of an actor in my opinion mm-hmm. yeah Should I uh, I, I, Doctor Who? <laughs> uh, but yeah I, I respect him and I love I love him for who he is but I just don't think he's that range of actor from what I've seen um, but yeah I think that's just a great way of ending it off me uh, talk about Hasselhoff having this weird TV series and the killing hop maybe that's got Mentally homophobic things in it, and me thinking Keanu's a grave an actor. And I've now got um, a one-hour, thirty-seven-minute podcast to edit. So I hope you all enjoy. <laughs> okay. Um. Before we end, Sean, wanna plug anything? Um. Wanna? I don't know. Say something wacky and situation, like situation-driven or something. You're wacky. Wacky. Okay, guys, basically, in 2016, whatever voice, uh, Sean Holiday, this is, basically, yeah, I've got a Twitter and an Instagram, can't remember specifically what the name of it, if you search for Sean Holiday, it will basically be there and you'll recognise who I am. If you check out my YouTube channel, again, named Sean Holiday. I am now posting content which is going to be revolved about stuff I've watched recently in media over the past few months. If you want to watch stuff before them videos come out, there are, well, uh, Spider-Man and Sonic type videos, other things, some Royal Brown superheroes in there. But at the minute I'm creating Total Drama videos. Also, yes, there are quite a lot of Total Drama videos, but that does not mean I will be a Total Drama YouTuber kid, so I don't think you can just move on to me. Uh, but yeah, that's coming out. Uh, I've recently uploaded two videos while well, in between making these Total Drama videos since it has took a massive chunk of time in. Uh, I've released a video talking about why I think Tobey Maguire's Uncle Ben's death scene was quite one of my favourite things out of that trilogy. Not right, and, uh, and also about how Edgar Wright has become an author from being a fanboy. If you want to check them videos out. And yeah, I also have a Sean Holiday Films channel where at the minute it's mostly just my college projects, but that's where I release my own type of short films, or just generally some projects I've worked on that won't really work well with video essay type things, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, that's all I would like to promote, but if you want to see updates, um, you wacky, cool, uh, total drama kids, uh, make God sure to follow the... Make sure to follow their Instagram and Twitter. 
because this should be out soon because I'm currently in the middle of editing the Pedronculus Race video and then after that I need to make a uh, Dramarama video and then just two videos which talks about the new Total Drama project announced go over my thoughts on that and also just an iceberg video because I want to I want to create that type of content yeah I'm well. starring in it with you that'll be fun <laughs> yes um yeah um, yeah but so that's all I have to say so uh, yes, I am a co-host, but since this is the man himself channel, here's Shane Harwoody's own plug. Oh, great. Thank you for mentioning my full name, which is always amazing. Um, okay, so let's start off with the biggest gubbins of all. Um, I obviously run Shanicus. You know my run Shanicus because you're listening to this podcast or watching this podcast right now. Um, so yeah, but if you so happen to be new to the landscape of my channel um i upload media con i upload content which basically talks about media from the past present and even please say future future <laughs> thank you sean for that lovely interruption um yeah but i upload uh, media from the past present and even future as i said um, I also run the podcast, the Chatty Chip Shop podcast, along with Sean Holiday, as you've been listening to right now. And I also have a Twitter and Instagram, which I'm going to start like posting on probably weekly. Well, not even weekly, probably like most days, to be fair. I mean, I shit post on there all the time. Um, so yeah, follow them at Shanicus1 over on Instagram and at Shanicus1 over on Twitter. Um, and yeah, um, I basically uh, will be uploading videos weekly very very soon um basically every saturday at 9 p.m not really been like that for the past few weeks because it's kind of been more sunday at 9 p.m uh given kind of like time schedules and stuff but this week i'm kind of gonna focus on doing some more edits of videos and writing more scripts up but yeah um i hope you all enjoyed the podcast this has been a lovely first episode of the podcast um and yeah i i honestly cannot thank you all enough for watching listening and kind of supporting me for the past few months it's been really really helpful and honestly um if you enjoy this podcast please leave a like um and give it a share and if you enjoyed it maybe give a sub or maybe give the channel a sub if like you kind of want to see more content like this because i kind of want to do a bit more of this collaborative stuff um sean you will see again in a few weeks time um obviously over on a video that i'm doing called the downfall of the goldbergs uh we'll be recording that in about two weeks time from this actually airing um but yeah sean will be back for the next podcast um and yeah with that being said um stay fit stay well and bye for now and if you're interested in like ever guesting or coming on the podcast um my email is below shanicus1 at gmail.com and um, obviously my DMs are always open in Twitter and Instagram. So yeah, I think that's really all from me. So yeah, um, as I said before, stay fit, stay well, and bye for now. Um, goodbye, everyone. Uh, goodbye.